uh, folks at home, folks at home, welcome back to a brand new episode of Ike Live here on a wonderful, glorious Friday night. Uh, we've got a great show tonight. We've, uh, we've had Kevin Van Dam just Ooh. on our first segment. Uh, great insight from Kevin uh, about what's going on with him and what's going on in the sport right <laughs> now with this crazy world. And in just a second... We've got an amazing angler uh, joining us. Uh, Cody Meyer is yes. coming on the show to fill us in on what's going on with him fill as us. well. Yes. Uh, real quick before we get Cody on, I do want to catch up with a couple <laughs> housekeeping things. want to remind you, if you're watching over at Facebook, please like and share the feed. If you do that, Riz, they're entered in a contest to win the world-famous Ike Live gift bag. Is that correct? That is correct, and that thing is absolutely chock-loaded, full loaded. with great prizes and sponsorship packages. It's really good stuff. Who's What's the up, front Dave? runner to zoom in? <laughs> so right now we have a few people on uh, that, are, that are really separating themselves from the crowd. <laughs> uh, we, have, we have the other VD. The other VD. The other VD. The, the yeah. other VD has come in strong. Um, Travis Manson's unkept hair has just made a, <laughs> oh. just made a recent submission. That got, wow. him, uh, that, that got him in the game. And uh, as always, the Wawa Hoagie Lady is, is always making a strong push. So wow. we're going to keep our eyes on this thing, monitor it till the, till the gritty end of this segment. Yes. And then we'll come up with the decision. Okay. And let me also remind you that after uh, we talk to Cody in the final, third and final segment, we will be doing a first here at Ike Live. Brian, I'm a little, little intimidated, a little what? worried, I, I, a little bit. I'm a little anxious about we're going to patch through. A couple of you watching right now via Zoom. Yeah. And, That's right. I'd say we just post the Zoom link right here on the screen and yeah. let everybody crash it. And let everybody <laughs> crash it. I don't know if that's a good idea. Let's start, let's start with a couple, right. and then we could build to that. Uh, also, I uh, want to remind everybody, and I've got an update here. We are getting really close uh, to the Aaron Martins uh, uh, charity tournament. Yes. Uh, it's ben benefiting the whole family that's coming up here. It's a benefit <laughs> tournament auction. Uh, let me give you the info here real quick. It uh, starts tomorrow, October 3rd through 18th. The entry fee is only 50 bucks. All the proceeds, not, not like 50 or 60 or 70, 100% of that $50 goes toward Aaron uh, and, uh, you, you know, to help with what's going on. Everybody knows what's going on with Aaron. And they've got a lot of cool stuff over there. They've got a tournament going on, a virtual tournament. They're doing some great uh, uh, auctions for prizes, Dave, over there. And all you have to do is download the app, which is connectscale.com. So go to connectscale.com, download that app, uh, and then you can enter that Aaron Martin's Benefit Tournament auction and and Aaron's an awesome guy. Aaron's uh, the best. Dude. Yeah, we're, we're um, everything we're, we could do to help him. Yeah, and and let's go ahead and why don't why don't we just give it away real quick? We're gonna have Aaron here on the show yep. in no, in November Which, uh, yep. on our Thanksgiving show. Can't wait to have Aaron, uh, dude, Aaron back had, on the show. Yeah, Aaron has been and Mike, you know this. I've been told you from day one. To yeah, you know we we had been trying to get Aaron in studio for years, years, now. years. And yeah. yeah, it's a little tough. He doesn't like to fly. So right. It was tough to co kind of coordinate with your busy schedule and his. Yeah. So but we're going to we're going to try to get him on yep. here in November yep. and talk to him. It's going to be good. Dude, so he's such a cool dude. Love great, that guy. great guy. So check that out, please. And then uh, speaking of, of West Coast anglers yeah. that have dominated. Right. Uh, you look at the list. You've got Aaron Martins. You've got Skeet Reese, of course. You've got uh, you know you've got some great guys. You've got some 
D. Thomas, some of the you know the guys that have changed the sport. Ish Monroe. There's so many. Uh, Brett Height. Uh, Fred, God, there's Fred Rumbanks. Yeah, Boom Boom. You know, even though he's in Oklahoma, he's a I West Coast he was guy. A West Coast guy. Well, he's he's in Oklahoma, but he's a West Coast guy. Uh, so many West Coast anglers that have come in the sport. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Who's singing yeah. this? What is that? That's Cody's intro song. He requested it. I like it. What <laughs> walk-in music? That's better. Wow. Off, that's 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 better off beaten off by by a Wheeler Walker uh, Jr. Look at that. We've never had a guest come in an intro song, but here we did. Another first on the show tonight. Uh, joining us now, one of the West Coast anglers that's changing the game, uh, Cody Meyer. <laughs> Join us. Yes. Cody. Yeah. Finish that. Finish that last no, line, Cody. I, we've hey. never had a guy come into a song before. This is crazy. Hey, honestly, I didn't know I was going to have a song, but I, I'm, I'm thankful I did right there. <laughs> <laughs> that, we might have to start that as a new trend. I don't know. I liked it. I, I, like, I, I, like, we, I like Walker Wheeler's I like my pussy in boots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody, somebody you're going to have to give the song, My Milkshake Brings All the Boys in the Yard, right? Just just surprise them. Just Come up, say it, sing it, embarrass them, and yes. uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Who, who would you like that to be, Cody? I'm thinking like a Luke Clawson or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we need what? to get, we what? need to get Luke on. Luke, that's a good Luke song. <laughs> We've never had him what, what on. We've never had Luke on that song. I never heard that one. That's no, not a country song. It's a rap song. Huh. Talking about a country song. Huh. Uh, you know what? If we can get Luke like nice. on to 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 tell the story. Of when he got in a fist fight with Andre Moore from Reaction Innovations, that would be gold, <laughs> wouldn't it, Cody? Wouldn't it be gold to hear Luke tell that story? You know that would, because I can just <laughs> picture right now Andre Moore. Uh, Fifteen years ago, fishing some of these tournaments, you see that guy, and he he looks like he's mad at you, <laughs> but he's really that's just that's his personality. So I can see Luke fighting him. I actually didn't know that, uh, but yeah, man. Or you could bring up the time. With him and Brent Ayler, I believe it is on an ultimate match where he pushed Brent in the water. I know that gets <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Man, yeah. Luke's aggressive. I never yeah, knew that. He's, that. he's like a hockey he player. He is crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. Wow, new props. I ain't messing with him. He just he just shot up my uh, guest list. <laughs> I know. He did, too. Luke I, we're surprised he didn't go and beat up the Bass staff that time he disqualified him at Wheeler. He probably would have went oh, and beat up gosh. Trips. Oh my gosh! I remember that. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, that's he was probably a dangerous guy that night for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny about that? You, you know, actually, actually, write a note about this. We got to get Luke on because yeah. oh, it's noted. I feel like that was like part of not the reason, but it was part of the reason that the big split happened. You know, and the, we hear all the time from guys. You know, uh, why did you guys do? Why did you guys leave? Why did you guys? You know, but you got to remember. All the stuff that was going on in the sport at that time, where the anglers felt like alien, not alienated, but like that kind of stuff was going on, right? Like mistreated, misrepresented, taken advantage of. Taken advantage of. You got to put that incident in that category as well, you know? And Luke had come over from FLW. You know, Bass had some hard feelings. Want them both. You know, it, it's hard to say. You you can never go back and pinpoint exactly, you know, without anybody testifying, you know, under uh, court of law, but uh, I, I would put that in that category. Cody, where are you at right now? Where are you at? The, we've got the season sort of winding down. Where are you at? What part of the world are you in? What are you doing? 
Yeah. So first of all, I have to apologize. This beautiful scenery behind me. I like it. I, I yeah, it's a little country western. I feel like I'm coming out of a John Wayne movie. But <laughs> I, thought you were, I, uh, I thought you were in a sauna. I thought you were laying. On the, I thought you were laying on the floor. <laughs> Man, I wish I was in a sauna. I, I had to just. Uh, I'm in a hotel room, believe it or not, in Jackson Hole. Wyoming. I had to boot my wife, my kids out of the room, and uh, we're just hanging out, man. It's it's that time of the year. You know, I don't fish a whole lot in the fall, uh, but man, just kind of hanging out with the family in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, like I say, doing something a little bit different and just really enjoying the off season, man. It's been obviously a crazy, weird year yeah. and uh, thankful to be you know, not fishing for a little bit here. Yeah, that's awesome. So Becky and I are getting ready to do the exact thing that you guys are doing. Like, exactly. We are Sunday, like literally two days from now, we're hooking up the camper, we're starting in Connecticut, and we're, we're gone for a month. We're just literally gone Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, uh, Maine. We're going we're gonna to go up the coast, come back inland, and we got no plans. Like l l literally, yeah. we don't have any plans. I'm packing some rods. We're just gonna we're just gonna hang out as a family. That's awesome that that you guys are doing it. What what have you been doing? Have you been hiking, hunting, fishing? What what what's been uh, on the agenda? You know, so a crazy weird year, like I said. But we actually moved. So we moved from California uh, to Idaho. Believe it or not, you know, born and raised in California. Yeah. Decided to move to Idaho. You know. I don't need to get into it, California, but the taxes, all that. And uh, so we just decided, hey, we, we've talked about doing a trip like you guys are doing, you know, the fall colors. And let's go over to Wyoming. It's cold here right now or, you know, in the in the 40s in the morning. Everything's yeah. turning colors. Beautiful. So we're just it was spur of the moment. Same type of deal. We have no plans. Just came up here. No fishing, no hunting. But uh, really, it's been about 15 years since I've been to to Wyoming. And yeah. You know, you think of Wyoming as just uh, one of those gorgeous places in the world, really, and it, and it really is. So we just kind of packed out, like say, we came over here, no fishing, just, you know, seeing the scenery, going to go check out some elk, some moose, you know, show the kids that, and uh, not really, you know, worry about anything right now. That, that's you, awesome. You know yeah. what I love about California, guys? You're not much different than us New Jersey guys calling them elks. <laughs> plural. That's what we would have called them: elks, elks deers, plural. And bears. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deers, bears. Yeah, yeah. I, it was ran over all those squirrels. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was. I always yeah. said honestly, like I on tour, I get along with the California guys yeah. better than anybody, and I'm not yeah. dissing the guys from the Midwest no, or it. South, but yeah. I always did had a better natural relationship with guys from the West Coast. Maybe it's because of that. Maybe it's because we yeah. pluralize stuff. I guess. Man. I don't know. <laughs> pluralize. You know, it's funny because um, a lot of guys, you know, like I, I hang out with Ish all the time. And it's funny because we laugh about the same things, traveled a little bit this year. I know you guys have done that in the past. Yeah. And and it's uh, there's definitely a connection, you know, I mean, obviously being from California. But I can, I can see that, man. We're all we're all cool people. <laughs> I love it. Cody, how are you like How you like in Idaho? How, how are the kids adjusting to the move? curious you know so we've been here since uh july but honestly we love it you know one of the things that made the move easy is my dad's up here a brother and sister moved up here and it's really it's only seven and a half hours away so yeah. it's not far we you know we can go back home i mean seven and a half hours to us driving it's nothing but you know what it's a it's a beautiful state very clean weather is really pretty similar to northern california a little bit colder but uh Fishing is fantastic. And just the people, you know, I don't know if you've seen 
some of the stuff going on in California, but it's gotten out of control. And, yeah. and here it's, it, I feel safe, honestly, leaving uh, my wife and letting her and the kids go to a park or something like that. You feel safe about it. So we're really, really excited about it. We've been talking about it for, for years. And of course, when you're born and raised somewhere, it's hard to, to just up and move you yeah. know, out of the state. But uh, we ripped the bandaid off and, and, you know, sold the house, moved up here and, and so far, honestly, yeah. we love it. Absolutely are, love it. That's you, awesome. When you say up, are you up by Coeur d'Alene or are you down by Boise? Down by Boise, yeah. Okay. So it's it's up from, I guess, from California. But, you know, it's really pretty. Like where Polnick lives, stuff like that. That is gorgeous up there. But yeah. the winters are pretty, pretty bad. You know, yeah. Boise, it's uh, very – it's a high desert, uh, a lot of trees. It's real similar to Northern California, you know. People, when when uh, they go, man, where are you from? California. They think of the beach, the ocean. So I'm, I was pretty close to Lake Tahoe, so it got pretty cold. Uh, of course, the big giant spotted bass. So it's it's pretty similar to uh, to what we're used to for sure. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> uh, the the so did the COVID was the COVID the reason you guys moved, or was it this other shit going on, or was it something you guys had planned for a while? Yeah, so definitely not COVID, you know, but I'll, I'll tell you that COVID definitely helped kind of spur it on yeah, because yeah. in California, if you don't have a mask and you're driving by yourself, you get in trouble basically. Wow. Uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's really bad there, but we've been talking about this for, for at least a year, you know, yeah. just all the stuff, schooling, uh, everything. I mean, everything. it's just a combination. Yeah. The taxes are, are crazy. Yeah. You know, gas, everything you think about is high. You know, it's hard because, like, say we we're born and raised, the family's from there, and uh, we love it there. But yeah. it's just – it's a combination of so many things, and it's like, what better time – my daughter's five right now. She'll be six. Just started kindergarten, and what yeah. better time – before she gets into school, perfect to move. time. Good so perfect good, time. Really yeah, that yeah. was really the big push. And, and yeah. you know, we thought about the South too, Tennessee, stuff like that. But yeah. really, nah, you're it's, better off it's, up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, with the family, you know, my wife's family, seven and a half hours away. We could, yeah. you know, hop in the car, go home, and uh, quickly run back. And and no one's homesick. And and so it's been a it's been a really good move, in my opinion. And like I say, it's just. Uh, it's so much better in California. I mean, yeah. it's, you Holland. see some of the stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Good move for you guys. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Good guts. I wish I had the guts. Yeah. Well, it does take a little it's bit hard. of guts. Yeah. It does. But, it, it does. but it's a good, it's a good move. Yeah. It's a good move. Yeah. I, I want to switch gears here, Cody. And I, I want to, you know, this, this is Ike live. So we just, we just say what we think. And I, sure. I want to bring up a topic that has bugged me for years and years and years which is in my and again this is my opinion let me let me preface this everybody watching they always get their panties up in a bunch Dave because I say something oh, I and they're all mad I get victims. phone calls and emails Victim. the next day it's, it's bullshit uh, this is my opinion <laughs> but I've always felt like for the most part in the bass fishing world in the in the in the mega world of bass fishing that West Coast anglers get a sl- slightly bad rap right they're they're not as recognized there's not as many accolades when you know i don't know and it reminds me a lot of guys in the northeast there's been so many guys in the northeast that have had success that have changed the sport with a technique or a lure and 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 you know it's like ah it's it's the northeast it's them yankees right you know it's 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 them damn yankees (laughs) fuck them yankees you know 
And I, I always they're on to something. I, yeah, no. Well, maybe they were. Yeah, but yeah, their gut, their gut was right. Maybe yeah. their gut was right. But I've always felt like the West Coast guys have have gotten, you know, maybe not a bad rap, but didn't get the credit they deserve. Why is that? Why is that? Because how I'm, much of I'm, it is Byron's fault? Well, a lot of it's Byron's fault. <laughs> right. Let's just be honest. Yeah. But besides Byron, why, why is that? Because it doesn't make any damn sense to me. Yeah. 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 The Bachelor definitely set his back. I mean, honestly, I do feel that. And I have said this for years. So I've fished um, full time now for 13 years. And my first couple years, it was like I was a black sheep, right? I mean, the, the other West Coast guys, the Brent Aether, stuff like that. Uh, Michael Bennett, you know, back yeah. in the day, I mean, yep. he, he told me, we went to high school together. He told me, man, it's it's a different world going out there. And I honestly feel like uh, people just don't like the West Coast. They, they hear California, hear the West. It's like, man, I, I just, I don't like that. I don't believe in that. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably a lot of it. You know, you get to Alabama, it's like California. But in reality, I mean, where I grew up on the West coast in California, it's farmland, people hunt and fish. So until they get to know you, I feel like um, we definitely have taken a bad rap, no doubt in the whole West coast in general, maybe because we're so far away, but uh, you know, it it did take a couple of years until you start getting to know some of these guys and then they're really cool. And, and there's guys that have always stood out that have been extremely nice. Kyle Mayberry, you know, passed away guys like that. And, and uh, there's guys along the way, but yeah, I, I think you're right, man. Like the Northwest, probably the same thing. You get that yeah. underappreciated. We're really, really good fishermen. Uh, I think a lot like you, you grew up and, and the fishing wasn't as good. Uh, yeah. So you, you're, you know, when the fishing conditions are tough, you really excel kind of like the West coast. You know, we see gin clear water, tidal fisheries, frog flipping. So you learn how to do it all. And maybe you guys just got mad at that. I, I don't know, but, uh, it takes them longer, for sure, to uh, to accept the fact you're from yeah. the West. It's like the scene from Remember the Titans. Remember they made fun of the blonde quarterback from California until he tai chi yeah. his body and then she <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'd agree with that. I'd agree. I'd agree. And, I mean, even as far as, like, changing, changing the sport with techniques, you know, again, it's like I feel like – the sport now, when you look at look at look look at a lot of these techniques, right? Look at the finesse techniques and the swim baiting techniques that swim are baits. dominating, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of that, dude. A lot of that stuff. If if the West Coast guys hadn't advanced that style of fishing, it's not around, you yeah, know. Sure. Or or it takes sure. years later to get to us. Weren't they drop you know? shot too? Oh yeah, drop shot. I mean, shit. All all the a lot of the finesse techniques, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, definitely swim baits. Definitely drop shot. I can remember. Uh, 1999, I was in high school fishing Lake Oroville, Bassmaster Open. And I remember growing up, you mentioned Aaron Martins earlier. He was, still is my hero. I mean, you couldn't touch Aaron Martins growing up when he lived out here in California. And I remember that tournament. He was the only guy drop shot and he blew this Bassmaster away. I mean, 12 pounds, 13 pounds a day were nine pounds, a really big bag of these spotted bass. And Right then and there, he's using a little catfish sinker. I remember learning about it the next day, going out there and going, oh, my gosh, wow. stuff like that. Uh, just yep. really hot fire. And we had, you know, years to kind of perfect that stuff. And, you know, like the swim baits. I mean, Byron, 
with the giant swim baits yeah. all the way down to now the high tech style finesse swim baits. I mean, that really, really started out here and, yeah. uh, you know, it's it works everywhere, of course. It's crazy. I had a very similar experience to exactly what you just said. And my christening to the drop shot was at the 2000 Bassmaster Classic. So it was the second second classic I ever fished. And um, Really? Oh, yeah. And, and we fished out of Chicago. It was the worst attended oh. Bassmaster Classic in history. I blame Pat Renwick. B- blame Pat. <laughs> yes, there there was probably literally on the on the last day, which was a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, uh, they weighed in at uh, what is it, Soldier Field, the, the big stadium. Yeah. There. Wow. How about Soldier. that? The old stadium. Yeah. There was probably seventy people in the audience. Oh my god! It was the worst wow. attended tournament. But anyway, it was a great tournament outside the weather because we had a nor- straight north wind that blew fifteen to thirty. For three straight days, and they let us go. Thank God, yeah. the good old days of bass fishing, when 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 tournaments aren't delayed by rain. Thank God, yeah. you know. But yeah. um, everybody's trying to live forever anymore. I know. Whatever. Who lives forever? But anyway, so I remember Cody. I remember going. I had to go. A lot of us had to go to protected areas. I went to this lake in the Calumet River called Calumet Lake, and it was a smaller area, but Brett Height was in there, and like every day, I would see Brett catching them like catching them and i'm fishing a shaky head and a tube and like all these things that at the time i thought were the only finesse techniques you know it's, it's kind of sure. what we learned here you know we didn't even call it a shaky head we called it a jig worm but and then i'm looking at brett and he's in this area he's catching them catching them and i'm like finally at the end of the thing i went over to, to b and i'm like what in the fuck were you doing you know it's a like, drop shot what's a drop shot this is 2000 you know what's yeah. a drop shot you know and it's so wow. funny because, you know, it's again, this is a technique that these guys, you know, it, we owe them that knowledge, you know, and it's, yeah. it's crazy. So many of those techniques came through the West Coast. Why is that? Why is that, Cody? I think, you know, honestly, just because the different conditions. I mean, you think about the West Coast, you have Lake Shafts, Oroville, gin clear. Uh, you can see down 40 feet at times, you know, right. a lot of times. And so you learn how to really – finesse fish that four pound test and then and then you go straight to clear lake which is you know an hour away yeah. from some of that stuff frogging flipping huge swim baits punching uh stuff like that and then you go to the delta tidal water fisheries and then you know what you go down to uh the desert so yeah. there, there's so many different things i think that's really why you see that aaron with the scrounger head you yeah. know uh, i i remember a guy named gary howe Years ago, I was fishing a co-angler event, uh, Bassmaster Drew Skeet Reese, and uh, <clears throat> he was doing something. I remember smoking him on a drop shot, and this guy, Gary Howe, I believe he won the tournament. He was using two half-ounce bullet weights, big old lead bullet weights, and punching, you know, this is probably 96, 97, just came Free out. tungsten. The, Pre-tungsten. Yes, pre-tungsten. Yeah. The Terry Scroggins of the world were doing that in Florida, keeping it real hush-hush. And I think he won that tournament, flipping mats, big full-size brush hog, uh, pre-tungsten, two-and-a-half-ounce lead weights, wow. crushing them and going, what in the heck? And he showed me. Here, I'm just a, a, a co-angler. And I thought, that is the stupidest-looking thing <laughs> I ever saw. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he won the tournament on it. But it was stuff like that, you yeah. know, just – you have to start doing that. And, yeah. uh, so I, I've always, uh, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm somewhere and where are you from? Like, California kind of lower my hat. Right. <laughs> and, uh, 
but I am thankful for for some of that stuff. The yeah. gym clear, the mass fishing, to the big swim bait stuff like that really yeah. made me the, the angler I am today. Yeah, I I'd agree. And we and we do the same thing. We people ask where we're from, we say Jersey, and they're just they just keep walking. They don't even want to talk yeah. to us. You know, it's like yeah. we got bo or something. They nah. just keep walking. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, let me remind everybody watching right now. Uh, we've got uh, Cody Meyer on the line right now. If you've got a question for Cody or a comment, please hit up Riz on the IMs and. Uh, and we'll put it through. Uh, I want to change gears a little bit, Cody, and, and and sort of double back on just a few of the topics we talked to Kevin about. And uh, sure. Kevin's Kevin's tough. I, I I'll be honest with you. I, he's probably still listening. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> Kevin's tough because his brand, his mo, is he's very PC. You he's, know what he's I mean? A senator, dude. It's he's a senator. a senator. Yeah, and and I, mean? I and I appreciate that. Like I don't yeah. I don't hate that. I think it's who he is, right? And he, he always walks that line, and he never enters the <laughs> other side. And we got him tonight to dip a few times, which was, which was awesome. <laughs> he, yeah, he kind of crossed the line a few times, which was cool. Uh, but weird, I guess weird, strange is the only way I can describe the feeling right now in the fishing industry. And, you know, obviously we've had, we've had COVID. You know, there's other stuff going on in the world that's strange and weird, but the fishing industry right now is going through this strange turnover, you know, where where yeah. where guys are being let go, guys are being fired, you know, anglers are changing teams, companies like Evinrude drop off the face yeah. of the earth, right? Yeah. T- yeah. Talk talk to me a little bit about this. What what the hell is going on? You know, so that Evinrude thing, I'll let it rewind. So my whole career I've been there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm doing some yard work, leave my phone inside, come back. I have 80, 100 text messages, phone calls. Dude, what happened ever? No clue. No, I, I didn't even hear about this until Bass Fan put it out there. So so you didn't you know, know. Evan Rude didn't put out uh, a message to its pro staff and employees. You found out through Bass Fan. I found out through Bass oh Fan. Oh, my God. Yeah, but what a bad it, condition it was, to be in. He's doing yard work. He's probably got fuel yeah. on him. He's got grass yeah. all over his shins, and you're in no condition to be handling that kind of news. <laughs> I should have just I mean? put my leg on fire. Huh. <laughs> it's not like you, you know, have reading glasses on and you're sitting at the desk, you know? Mm, mm, yeah, mm. yeah. You, you you get all those messages in college, you're thinking, oh, my God, what happened? Something yeah. with the family. But, no, just every rude went out of business. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't until days later I, I talked to someone at Everrude. They said, hey, we got a call, a Zoom call, uh, and all of a sudden within 10 minutes, laptops – Cell phones all disconnected. Basically, they said, "Hey, we appreciate everyone. See you later." So that was oh, that was God. hurtful, you know. Wow. You you've been with the company that long. Yeah. You feel like you're at least owed the respect of, "Hey, a phone call. We're going to let you go." But yeah, I think this industry right now, you're right, absolutely crazy. And yeah. if you talk to anybody uh, in tackle sales, boat sales, they're having their best year they've ever had. Best year for the most part. Best yeah. year ever. Best year ever. Selling yes. more tackle, selling more boats, more big outboards, more kayaks, more rods, more lines, more baits than ever before. Tackle license ever. sales, I'm going to reiterate it, Dave, trackable, higher license sales in the last 30 years. There are more SKUs on Tackle Warehouse that say no back order than I've ever seen before. It's ever. crazy. Ever. It's crazy. Yes, so I- how, how, how during a time when because of COVID – Things are so good in the fishing world. How in that time 
can things be so bad where guys are being let go, guys are being called to the plate on uh, conflicting sponsorships, you know, how can this be happening? I, I have no idea. I mean, I was filming with Tackle Warehouse um, back in April, and I asked him, how has this affected you? And he, he said the same, Corey said the same thing. Yeah. We, we have so many, <clears throat> excuse me, so many sales right now. It's crazy. And you're right. You, you talk to all my sponsors. And they, they, they can't even keep Tackle Warehouse in stock. Everyone's selling stuff. Yeah. And then I am a victim of that as well, uh, where I'm getting let go from another brand and because I won't switch over right uh to some of their their brands which i'm a loyal guy you know i I hang my hat on that but yeah my fear is like you say you know i'm wondering everyone's selling so much are they are sponsors tackle companies thinking we don't need guys because we're selling so much uh but then you know this is going to come to an end and all of a sudden you know it's going to come crashing back down to reality and, uh, you know, I firmly believe that you, you need guys like, like you, of course, and myself and guys to promote this and, and keep it going. Yeah. But honestly, I, I don't have an answer for, for why it has changed so much because all time spikes in sales, everyone. Yeah. And if they don't tell you that, you know, they probably have no idea because yeah. everybody's selling stuff. So what a, what a weird year. I, I heard some, uh, Daiwa came out with something. 4 million people were introduced to the outdoors fishing during COVID and wow. 1.2 million will stick with it. So that's 1.2 million guys or people in the industry that are going to buy tackle, buy all this stuff. So yep. it just seems like a weird time to kind of get cut back. And uh, like very, I say, I'm victim of one of those too. Yeah, it's very strange. We all are. We all are. And, and Kevin, you know, we, we didn't pry and, you know, we won't pry with you, you know, Kevin, admittedly was victim to it as as i was you know i think all of us were somehow affected in this manner but dude how is this is this like a a like testament to how backwards the fishing industry is find a carpet let me call you let me call you plate on this one because we've mentioned (laughs) this every year for the past 10 years in like live pro fishing the fishing industry is backwards oh yeah it's way back is this testament to how backwards pro fishing is no actually i think, I think it's i think it's right in line with corporate policy with taking corporate a, policy in all of them well, in just, all the just, world well, yeah just taking advantage of a situation right you know it, here yeah. it is a perfect excuse to cut people without valid reason and right and blame it on covid even though your sales are through the roof but what i was yeah you know, so that's why i say but what i was thinking about like all these new tackle sales and license sales yeah i think i'll start putting in more lakes <laughs> I do not want to see anybody else on the goddamn lake. Uh, screw grow fishing. Shrink it. Go golfing. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Duncan and Lunker's TV are building lakes. I don't know. Are they? I yeah, don't know. I know I know Luke's going growing a lake. Yeah. Growing a lake. Growing a lake. Yeah. Well, major reservoirs are, are done. I mean, I don't think you can make any major reservoirs, I'm but sure maybe. You can. can you? Maybe. Yeah, why not? I don't know, but I, again, I, I wanted to say that I don't I don't get it. I think it's I think it's backwards. I think in other professions, in other sports, certainly, I think the the athletes are treated better. I think they have more rights and more say. And I hate to hear some of the stuff that I'm hearing, you know, where you know guys are being called to the plate and fired and making choices that they shouldn't have to make. You yeah. know, unethical practice gone on because yeah. at the end of the day right you know some guy real high up at boom 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 
Bloom, 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 corporation, yeah. bloom, 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 Some whatever it is. Knows nothing about fishing. It's just a number. It's just a name. Scratch it out. That's bullshit. Yep. That's bullshit. Pro staff is so important. I think we make the industry, you know, we make the industry revolve. I mean, it all revolves around us. Uh, Riz, yep. what do you got? Hit us up with some IMs. I know you got a thousand. Let's catch up with Cody on some of these instant messages coming through. That's right. Uh, Dave's Lawnside wants to know, uh, Cody, how long have you been with Daiwa, <laughs> and what's your all-time favorite Daiwa product? <laughs> Dave's okay, Lawnside. So. Dave's Lawnside. <laughs> yeah. Dave's Lawnside. Yeah. It's been uh, eight years, and actually the guy who is at Daiwa brought me on. Uh, my, my longest sponsor, so really good relationship there. Eight years. I would say my, my all-time favorite product is uh, – <clears throat> a little biased here, but it's it's Arata Design Daiwa Tattoo Elite 7.4 Versatile Spinning Rod. It's Arata. I caught that giant spotted bass on. Uh, it, it's got a ton of fish on it, so it would be hard for me to say anything about that. And probably uh, – you know, die with tattoo the LT spinning reel or something. Uh, I, I remember back in high school buying those old uh, Advantage. You know, some of the old Daiwa stuff has just uh, been been big for me for sure. Yeah, I want to jump in real quick, Riz, before you get to the next question. And I have no hatred toward any other brand, especially not Daiwa. I was with Daiwa for a while. Uh, I'm with Abu now, but I, I I love the Daiwa stuff. And I want to answer this question too. My favorite Daiwa stuff, I'm going to give you two, was the old, original Team Daiwa branded stuff. Yeah. Dude, I remember it like it was yesterday, TD. dude. Yeah, dude, TD. I remember walking into- I still got a green cranking rod. You still have a green cranking rod? I do, I, too. I but do I'm too. talking <laughs> pre-green. I mean, I'm talking the original the Team Daiwa. Black. black and maroon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cody, listen to this shit. With the foam hand. Yeah, I remember walking into a sports authority- and I'm in high school at the Sports time. Sports Authority. Sports Not Authority. Even Dick's Not Dick's Sports Authority. authority. Sports authority. Wow. Pre Dick's where you'd go to buy a snowboard. I'm talking sophomore, junior, senior in high school. And I remember, like, it's like the Holy Grail. You know, you go in there, and at the time they had the rods all in those movable racks, yeah. you know? And you look at yeah. it, and you're like, shit, 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 garbage, garbage, Ding. garbage. And then you get to the end, and the Team Daiwa shit was there. And it was like, ah! <laughs> it was fucking unreal. But I remember. Like Rick, they had a Rick Clun signature Team yeah. Daiwa rod. This is how long ago I'm talking about. Clun was fucking with Daiwa. Wasn't that our jig rod? Six, the 661? Six, six was that the one we Well, I'm talking jig? about his <clears throat> cranking rod, uh, which was one of the first parabolic glass rods I ever saw, uh, like done right. Like Fenwick had done them before, but this one was done right, you know? And I, man, I, loved, I loved that era. Second one, I'm going to say Steez. When I was with Daiwa and they had the Steez stuff, amazing. Price Brian, point price point was outrageous. Brian still uses it. Yeah, Brian rods. still uses it. But I'm still using some of your broken rods. Right. The, hey, the great thing about that, <laughs> yeah, and I can say this. Cody can't say this, but I can say this. I'm going to just out him right now. If you're watching right now and you buy a really expensive Team Daiwa rod and you break it or, or one of these Tatulas or whatever, just return it. They'll send you a new yeah. one. Bry's been returning steezes for like 20 years, and they keep yeah. sending them new steezes. Hey, and that steeze was mine to begin with, and you keep returning them. It wasn't oh, even God. yours. Hey, man. If you just smoke my, 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 my rose. Yeah. You owe me rods. Oh, okay. Hey, a couple rods. Cody, I, I was wondering. Now they got you on the phone. Tatula, I was wondering. Is that like, is that like Tonga for you can't afford this? Move on I, to have the next no I have no idea. I have no idea. 
Ish, I always ask him because he's got a fake tattoo. This is tattoo on his, on his oh, arm. Right. So, <laughs> hey, I, I got a funny story. So 2009, I believe, Forestwood Cup, my first Forestwood Cup at Pittsburgh, Three Rivers. Yeah. Um, we weigh in. Uh, Hackney wins. You get second. I got third. And and I didn't see it, but I guess you broke a rod and you threw it. Well, my <laughs> buddy grabbed it. Diva rod, and he still has that rod hanging wow. over his mantle. And I told him, I said, at the time I was in with Daiwa, I said, you know, you can return any Daiwa rod to get a new one for free. He goes, yeah, I don't care. That was Ike's rod. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, yeah. been, that's been my deal from day one. Breaking I always, and thrown rods? Not breaking and thrown rods. Oh. I do do that. But uh, <laughs> anytime I have a broken rod, you throw it. I give it to I give it to someone. I tried. I like you go. Throw out, it at, you throw it at someone. Well, I don't. I don't necessarily. No, he throw gives it. the other end. It's not in the water to somebody. <laughs> right. <dude>. No. <laughs> No, no. Listen, serious. I'm the, serious. The dry, I, the dry one. No, no. I give it. I give it to fans. I love giving it to kids. I've given it, dude. Yeah. It's such a cool thing, you yeah. know, for me. Yeah, and it's like getting a bat at a baseball. Game. Yeah, it's a broken ride. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? It's like a it? Kurt you know Cobain I mean? smash guitar. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. a Kurt yeah. Cobain. All right, Riz. What else you got coming through for Cody? Well, uh, the Wawa Hoagie lady also wants to know, uh, Brian, are you still using Mike's old broken line? <laughs> no. <laughs> as no. of as of. Two days ago, no. You're getting real line now. Okay. Yes. All right. What else we got, Riz? Um, the tin cup bottle wants to know, Cody, are there any West Coast techniques that you're holding under your head? Oh! That you're able to reveal here on Ike Live. Yes. All right. Yeah. Here it is, folks. The Shout the out to Tin Cup. Night, Cody. The, the, the truth sir. Oh, that's the truth you know, How he escaped the really... California Border Patrol to get to Idaho. Yeah, that's what that. I yeah. too. Hey, Idaho Border Patrol is actually more intense than California. I can't wow. believe it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, there um, there really isn't. But <laughs> I do have certain worms from Japan uh-huh. for, like, Ooh. Nico rig type stuff that's, like, three to one on uh, bites. And wow. uh, so there is a couple things. But I really don't have any cool, All right, we'll, crazy we'll, Cody, we'll hold on while you go get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let me drive back to Idaho real quick. But, uh, <laughs> You know, there, there's not, I mean, I've seen stuff that guys are trying to make, you know, trying to make famous. I mean, it's it just, it, it takes something really special right now yeah. to really catch on. I mean, you know, Alabama rig or something, something that dumb. Uh, there's mm-hmm. something out there that yeah. will, that will kill them. You know, speaking of that real quick, I remember being a Pickwick FLW tour event and uh, seeing this guy, seeing this guy in a team tournament practicing and throwing that i'm like oh my gosh what on earth is he throwing like <laughs> come back yeah yeah to, to uh the tackle shop and i had one in my hand i go to check out because this guy was like dude this thing's incredible and he goes it's so good and this is a year and a half before the alabama rig came out yeah it's so good you could put five frogs on it and catch fish and I literally looked at him, and I left it on the counter and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> a, a year and a half before that thing came out, I could have made. Doesn't it? I mean, you imagine that? Oh, dude, doesn't it make you sick? Because we all have those stories. I ha- I have yeah. the I have the same story with the chatterbait. Pete does it every year. Pete does it every year. But I saw the chatterbait years before Brian Thrift started winning with it. Dave yep. Brodzik, our very own Dave Brodzik, Cody fished. The Rebel Buzzing Frog, which was essentially the original Whopper Popper in like the late 80s. Late 80s. Was it mid 80s? Early 80s. Early 80s. Early 80s. We've all had that. And you look back at it and you're like, oh. Uh, You know? The other one I had 
was the Bastrix. You know, oh, Bruce man. from Bastrix gave me the Bastrix, the hollow belly. Yeah. Probably a solid two years. And I just, I never got onto it. And then all of a sudden, about six months before it really got out, we were smoking at Clear Lake. And all of a sudden after that, you know, it uh, wasn't on the tour back then. So it really didn't mean anything. But it, it was, you know, stuff like that, like the A-Rig or stuff you were just mentioning. If you could go back in time, yeah. it would be unbelievable. The Chatterbait. Think of the Chatterbait. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Isn't it interesting to look back in the the annals of history in 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 these lures, these game changers, right? If you look at it, yeah. to me, it's like every, you know, five, About, ten, right? yeah. five to ten years, yeah. a game changer comes. Yeah. Chatterbait yep. was the only one that had the fucking brains to <laughs> patent that shit, yeah. right? To yeah. patent yeah. that. The way it attaches, the clevis, you know, yep. that exact, the, clitus. the clitus, the clitoris, right. to patent that. Um, <laughs> you know, when you look back, like, you're right, dude. What about the Sluggo, the Senko, the A-Rig, the, the chat, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, all, all the, the, bu- the, the, you know, the buzzing frog. Like, what if they, yeah. what if they got the patent on that? It would have been, yeah. been money in the bank, but they never did oh. that, you know? Bass uh-huh. tricks. Swim baits. There's Just a thousand a bass tricks right now. Yeah, the boot tail. Yes. Boot tail. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. I know. If you could go, like, you're right, though. I never thought of it like that. But the chatterbait, I mean, every single chatterbait, unless it's made in the garage, goes through Z-Man. Yeah. I mean, every everyone, some yeah. way, shape, or form. I'll take that single money over that chatterbait money. Oh, I would take yeah, Senko probably. money too. <laughs> it's dirty money, bro. Yeah, I take that Senko money. Dirty, dirty money. money. <laughs> it's dirty money. It's dirty. Shout out, shout out to Gary Yamamoto and his <laughs> and his little dog. We love you, Gary, and we love the Senkos. Uh, Ridge, you got any more coming through? Because I did. I I have something I want to switch to. What do you got? Go go go, go ahead, Mike. Run go ahead. Um, I, I want to. You know, we, we kind of talk about this strange world with sponsorships right now, the strange world with, you know, with what the industry's gone through. I, I want to get your take, too, on what's going on in the tournament world, Cody, because you've been, you've been one of the guys that have fished the different leagues. You fished at FLW originally. You fished at Bass. You fished at MLF. Um, the best way I can tell you, uh, and I'm, I'm going to just shoot straight, Dave, it's like a – shit show clusterfuck of tournament organizations right now going on and i said earlier with kevin i'm confused right i'm engaged in it full time and i'm very very confused about the leagues the structure the rules i'm confused i leave these calls like what just happened I'm, i'm baffled what what's your take on on the changes and and where the sport's going the state of the sport I do feel I do feel confused too on yeah. some of that stuff. Some of the calls we do have, you go, oh my gosh! But but uh, you know, I said this last year, first league year of Bass Pro Tour. I really feel like in five years, everyone will be kind of where they want to be. Whether that's right, Bassmaster, FLW, MLF. If it's um, you want a five fish limit, you want catch all you can. I just you know. It's, I mean, so many people, there's so many different views that some people hate catching all you can. And it is hard. Like, I, I struggle with it. I mean, still, like this year, there was times I, I'm just like, man, I hate this format. I do. And then there's times I absolutely love it. And then five fish, uh, I fished those FLW Super Tournaments this year. Yeah. We, we've always done. And I was thinking to myself, this honestly is kind of easier. 
I mean, just because there's there's not the noise and the stress. Uh, but I, I love, I do love both. I really, yeah. really do. And I, I just, I've, I've said this, I think in five years, now a couple of years from now, everyone will hopefully be where they want to be. There's there's no contracts of where you have to be or anything like a thing like that. It's just, hey, yeah. do you want to be here? Do you want to be there? But it is so dang confusing. There is so much hatred, right? Like we see it all the time. Yeah. Uh, be- between leg- leagues, it's crazy. Like I, I just want to go out there and go catch fish, make a living, yeah. make everyone happy. Uh, but dang, dude, people hate you for fishing ML. People hate you for fishing bass. People hate you for living in California. Yeah. People, you know, so it kind of sucks, honestly, but it's a weird, honestly, weird, weird time. And uh, hopefully in a couple of years, it's just all, okay, hey. You're an MLF, right on, dude. I still yeah. love you. You're still my brother. You're in bass. We love you. You know, yeah. wherever you're going to be. And, uh, you know, like me personally, I, I definitely, I'm going to try to fish both leagues next year. I mean, which is nuts, but right. bass, I mean, uh, FLW tour and uh, MLF bass pro tour. And that way you can kind of get the best of both worlds. But it's, uh, I don't know how else to say it, but it is it is a, a weird time and there's yeah everyone has their own opinion on it. And, uh, I don't know what's right or wrong right now. Honestly. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's a right answer. How many events is that Cody? If you, if you're a guy that fishes bass pro tour and the ML or FLW, whatever it's called now, how many events is that? So it's going to be about 13, 14 events. Wow. It's crazy. Dang. It's a lot. Wow. It's a good you number. Know, and- tur- that's a good number of tournaments. It's a good number of tournaments. The only way I can pull it off is uh, no more sponsor drop me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if, uh, you know, come this summer, like I, I was talking to my wife, Carrie, hey, how about we go like up north or wherever we're going to be and do that whole big swing together, you know, like the yeah. month and a half. Because yeah. if not, it just won't work for me with kids. You know, right. I mean, my, my daughter's at the age where she's brutal, but it's around 13, 14 events. Uh, you know, we have the major league fishing cups in there as well. You know, I, I didn't make the, uh, the championship this year. It's the first championship I ever missed, missed finished 40 fifth. So I can, I I don't have to go to that one and red crest. I may miss it by an ounce. So there's two less I have to fish or, uh, heavy hitters missed by an ounce. But, uh, so if I do it, it's a lot. But uh, I think it would be cool just to say I did it. You know, like the Iron Man yeah. of the old days. I remember Ish doing it, Hype doing it. It's You probably are going to hate fishing come uh, summertime, but yeah. give it a shot, man. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to be able to enjoy Idaho until 2023. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2023. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully everyone from California does move there and make that California team. Yeah, no, no, we don't want them to ruin it. But, you know, it yeah. happens in other sports, though. Like, if you look at, if you look at golf – Golf set up in a way where those guys, if they wanted to compete in like twenty four tournaments a year, they could, right? And sure. I think, I think in in our sport, the ultimate goal would be for a guy. And you know, it's harder as you get older, Cody. You know, with kids, and every yep. year that goes past, it gets harder. But how great would it be if a guy could fish all the elites, all the BPTs, all the yep. top? You know, it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing, and that and that's what. That's what we should be as pro anglers. That that's what we should be fighting for, right? Yeah. We should be fighting yep, for the that. right to earn. The right to earn. But in essence, what you said, Cody, I think you hit it dead on the head. 
which is there's a lot of hatred, and the hatred yeah. stems from the top. The hatred stems yep. from the top, and I hate it. I hate it. I'm not, again, I won't call on anybody specifically by name, but when you have guys at the top of MLF that hate bass, and you have guys at bass, at the top of bass, and I'm not talking about the competitors. I'm talking about the guys at the top. The bosses. Brass. The bosses. When you have guys at MLF that hate bass. You talk, ba- you talk about the old vampires? I'm talking about the old <laughs> vampires. Okay. Uh, the dirty old vampires? It just trickles down, and it's a bad, it bad culture. It's a yeah. bad culture in both leagues. Hey, what are you saying? What, God, people God. live too long these days? Uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that, but I'm saying the hatred. The oh. hatred uh, sh- should go away. Huh. And it was never, you know, it was never about the, the, the anglers and the sport, and which, which is unfortunate. It's a very unfortunate yeah. thing. It was always about the business, yeah. right? That yeah. business, whether it's MLF or Bass or LMFAO, Party Rock in the House Tonight, <laughs> the new league. It was, it's you always know, about the business. At least the new league, I feel like. I like the new league. Two of our friends are working for it. I know. Can get the name right, MPFL? Well, but I, listen, listen. I, think that I, I like let, that name I better. can say one thing about the new league. I don't feel like they're born out of malice. They're not born with. Well, the, that would be the best thing. I would support them a thousand percent if they weren't yeah, born we'll out of malice. We'll I don't we'll think see. they are. We'll see how that worked out the last time. We'll <laughs> see. But, well, yeah. but again, you know, the problem is the, the anglers and the sport was never put first. It was it was portrayed that way oh. by yeah. by oh, some of them. Well, I, maybe this is another show, <laughs> but um, the reality is it's it's always business first, and I don't I don't like that because a sport is bigger than than a business, right? This sure. isn't a trucking company. <laughs> this isn't a uh, <laughs> you know this isn't a publicly traded company on Wall Street. This is a sport we're talking about, dude, with athletes yeah, and participants. Yeah. My dad says this all the time. When you have a bad tournament or it's terrible conditions, raining, snowing, he always says, remember why you started doing this. Because you love it, right? Like, remember why you started tournament fishing because you love bass fishing. So I've always tried to think like that. And But, man, like you said, you're right. I mean, last couple of years, there has been so much hatred, and it's terrible because at the end of the day, all every one of us in every league, love bass fishing yeah, and we do we, we all love it. so it needs to be more about that for sure yeah. i agree hey, Cody, agree Cody, I, you're super successful i'm just wondering do you ever wish your dad might have said something else to you though like <laughs> remember that scene from Step Brothers where he was like stop being a fucking dinosaur and get a job leave it yeah. to dave i love i love that dave always takes that other point of view you know every show yeah. cody every show there are like i don't know no less than two dozen Christ, young hungry kids watching this show that want to be pro anglers scared and dave, straight dave scares half of them away every show <laughs> dave's guidance counselor so there's just tw- checked in on the message yeah there's 12 more that have left the sport of fishing for pocket ball or some shit Sorry, it's terrible. Uh, I got. Uh, I'm going to give it oh to Riz God. here on the official I am, but I've been checking some of the other Ike Live social feeds, and I've got uh, one that came through from Instagram mm-hmm. that I I have to I have to have to have to ask you about, and this one comes from Tommy Lee, who I don't know if that's Ooh. the actual Tommy Lee. The, the, it may be. Tommy Lee says. Uh, 
Cody, what what is this I what is it? What is this nickname I keep seeing on your accounts that says Dirk Dirk Diggler? Oh yeah. Coming from Tommy <laughs> coming from Tommy Lee, this question. Dirk Diggler. So Tommy Lee, you know, I'm 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 modeling my game after you with Pamela. No, I, I was Tommy <laughs> Lee for, for Halloween one time. No, Dirk Diggler is is fantasy football. That's my name, man. I'm Dirk. Dirk ah! Diggler. Dirk Diggler. Hey, and here's the funny thing. So we got a couple new guys. We do this MLF fantasy league. James Elam. He uh, he kind of started this whole thing. So this year we have Jordan Lee new to the stage. Alton Jones Jr. Matt Lee. He was he was there last year. And Jordan, Matt, and Alton go. What is Dirk Diggler? What? I said, you don't know who Dirk Diggler is? Oh, my is. God. You don't know who Dirk Diggler is? So constantly, I'm sending him highlights from the movie Boogie Nights. Constantly. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just trying to teach him about who John Holmes really was. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And that, teach them. They must know. Let the boy yeah. watch. Let, let the boy watch. Let yes. the boy watch. He yeah. must learn. Yeah. Hey, There's a rapping on my door. My wife, Donna, says, go hey. away. I say, no. Let yeah. the boy watch. So every time, every time I win, or every week, or whatever, I'll send off a little message. You know, you know when he he figures out uh, his name, Mark Wahlberg. There, he's gonna be Dirk Diggler, and it yeah. comes off popping. I sent him that little that little uh, emoji there, man. Dirk Diggler, there it is. That's, That's awesome. the name. Now, uh, the Lee <laughs> brothers surprised me. Like when you said that, I'm like, the Lee brothers don't know that. Nope. Out, Alton Jr., I totally get it. And I love – Alton Jr. is great. I love Alton. I, I, big under, fan. I'm a big fan of Alton I Jr. Like I get why yeah. Alton doesn't know Dirk Diggler. But the Lee Same. brothers, come on, man. How do you not know <laughs> Dirk that, Diggler? That was, that was exactly where I'm at. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm headed out Jr. Dude, how like, do you – Guys, they're, they're, they're like fucking 30 years younger Yeah, but it honest. doesn't matter. He's an iconic penis. In the history of the world, <laughs> his penis is more famous than Byron's no, penis. but like, dude, yeah, there, right. there's new penis for them to be admired. You know, like that, that, no, that's no, our, no, that's no, our not generation. Like, not like that penis, dude. That penis is like George Washington penis. <laughs> Do you know it's what I'm saying? Wooden, it's got wooden teeth, dude. That, that penis a, has got wooden teeth. Founding father penis. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know uh, what I'm saying, I, right? I'll give you that. That's founding father I, penis. Blonde wig. Right. In fact, do you know? I had to tell. So, okay. so I had to tell Jordan this. So my buddy JR, who Jordan knows, he uh, I was telling him about Jordan not knowing Dirk Diggler. He goes, Oh my god, you know, he doesn't know who Dirk Diggler is, he doesn't know who John's home was, you know. <laughs> John Holmes, every time he got an erection, got a migraine because so much blood was going there. <laughs> tell him that, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell Jordan, and he goes, are you kidding me? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like '80s, dude. There's dudes now that make them guys look like a, a lightsaber. Yeah, it's a drinking straw. Yeah, but here, <laughs> I mean, like, but here's the thing. Again, look at it. Look at it in context, though, Dave. Look at it in context. You're right. You can John, only go by the era you. You got to go by the era. John yeah. Holmes was the was he was beginning of the porn era, right? <laughs> he was pre freaking Viagra. He was no, pre no, any of that no shit. Se- no selfies on the. Cell no phone. selfie. None of that. No no. St- Stupid social media, none of that shit. He lived and died by his penis and his actions, right? Okay? And on top of that, here's another one I want you to pass on to Lee Brothers. Maybe they're watching, so maybe you don't have to pass it on. And this is a true story. Brian Carpenter, you know this one. I know this. In Johnny Holmes, this is true. You can look this shit up, Dave. In Johnny Holmes' will and testament, 
John was a pretty simple man, made, made a decent amount of money in his career, pretty simple man. In his will and testament, <laughs> the one thing he wanted and his executors had to fulfill was he wanted his penis lopped off Mountain. and put in formaldehyde. Uh. And it was. Oh. And in fact, Johnny's oh, home, Johnny Holmes' penis was auctioned off. And I don't know if it was like a year or a couple of years later after he passed away, but it was auctioned off and went for hundreds of thousands of dollars at the time. I bet it went to Japan. It may have went to Japan, but it went to hundreds of thousands of dollars at the time. Right? Exactly his where that his cock right. and formaldehyde <laughs> sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's sitting on somebody's mail right now. Japan. In Japan. I bet it went to Japan. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually the motivation for the first Neko (laughs) ring. Oh, my God. I got to tell him that. I got to tell him that. Because I was Googling the the Dirk Diggler story and sending it to him, right? I mean, that's that's how Dirk Diggler came. You're so good. Yeah, I, I had to come up with something good. One of my buddies was Dink Fest on there. Uh, you know, Luke Clawson is uh, Luke Team Clawson. I mean, how boring, right? So <laughs> I, I had to go with uh, Dirk Diggler, man. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. That was a good choice. That was a good choice. I didn't know about that trophy that he did there for them. Yeah. For the Japanese guys. He did. Yeah. That was in his will and testament. What are you gonna, Japanese businessman. You going to have something like that in your will and testament, Dave? <clears throat> like a, like a just, body I part just, lopped off? I, I just want to I, I be roasted. That's all. I want you guys to all roast me. If just I roast it? Yeah, I just want to be roasted. Really? And okay. You guys going to have some of my ashes and throw them somewhere? No, well, like you're, you're the roast Anywhere. master. Like Champlain. No, but I'm, yeah, there's other You're the people, roast master. But there's other people you don't even know that I know they're going to show up that can bang. They're going to roast. Ain't nobody gonna bang. This dude's not. Got some bangers. Yeah. All right. Uh, Riz, give us a couple more before we let Cody go. What else we got coming in on the IMs? Cody, uh, uh, Gerald Swindles, (laughs) Gerald Swindles used dude wife. (laughs) 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 Wants to know. Wants to know. When was the the last time? Ew. Yuck. When was the last time you had to yell at another angler on the water? For getting on your spot. Oh, 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 gosh. Uh, Go ahead. It was, it was, uh, Say you know what? Name. It was this year. It was at, an, it was at Lake Erie, uh, FLW Super Tournament. Brett Chapman. And it was a spot. Yeah, yeah. Like the other, like a month ago. And, and I'm normally like so calm, not, not a yell or anything like that. I was fishing this spot. Gerald Swindles used Dew Wipe. <laughs> and uh, catching him, this dude pulls up and goes, man, I got whatever he had. I don't, I don't remember the guy who he was, but I got Pretty one chatting. or two. Do you mind if I pull in here and start fishing? And I said, no, absolutely. Come on, man. I got I got to catch a lemon. I need to check. Absolutely not. And I, it pissed me off, honestly. Did he, <laughs> so, did he leave? Did he go he away? He did. Yeah, he did. But, I mean, he yeah. was literally, I think he was just going to come in, man. Hey, you know what? He's catching some fish. You know, some smallmouth. I'm gonna come in there and do it. And uh, but that's it. before that. Honestly, it's probably been five, six years at least. Well, it's shout crazy. out to Brett. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. The the culture has changed a lot. Where yeah. where that's oh. become acceptable. Wait, wait. Know? Has it changed yeah. though? Come on. Let's, yes. no, seriously, like, has it has it actually changed? Has have we gotten I, different, or is it just now? I think we see it more. I think it's gotten worse, and I think really? we see it more. Oh, absolutely, I think it's gotten worse. Absolutely. I mean, you, you go back to your days jumping on a boat as a co angle with Denny Brower. I and, saw it there. You're right. And that damn was, right, you saw it. That was right. That was in the early '90s. There's just no cameras too. to record it. That's right. That shit happened. That's right. Yeah, but not. At the, I don't think at the level that it happens now, and yeah. it, and it, I don't. I don't think like now we see like, 
like spectators come in. We see. I think it's. I think it's broader now. I think it's broader. Yeah. And a lot of it's this too, right here. I think a lot of it's the phone. A lot of it's the internet. A lot of it's you know what they see. Ish throwing poche off the boat. Ish throwing poche off the boat. I think helps. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yep, that was that was Thank an you, aid. Cody. Riz, what else we got coming through? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, but, uh, Jim, <laughs> Jimmy's Jimmy's lost call tags. Wants to, <laughs> <laughs> wants to know from you, Cody. Um, how do you feel about the uh, the 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 MLF? And um, I lost the uh, message here. Oh, that's all right. Come on, Jimmy's call tag. Uh, we, how many people think of these names? I need to change my name. <laughs> the names are the It's one of the, the best. It's actually one of the <laughs> yeah. best parts of the yeah, show, isn't better it? Better than the question. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And we've got repeat watchers somehow. This show's really bad, but somehow they keep coming back, dude. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know why. Wawa Hoagie Lady's been around. Wawa Hoagie Lady's been around for like twenty years. Yeah. I might see her tomorrow. You might see Wawa Hoagies Lady tomorrow. I might. Tur- I in might. a tournament or? No, while I'm fishing, I got to get a hoagie in so the So while we're waiting for Riz to get the question back, yeah. I miss the days when, and this is just me personally, I yeah. miss the days when all the heavy hitters were in bass and there were some in FLW that you hmm. wondered if they could go over and crush in bass. That's what I miss the most. Right. That's when I liked the sport the most. Yeah. Was, was yeah. was consolidated talent. Right. Well, I, I, I mean – yeah, again, I, I think, you know, I'd have to say if you compare it to other sports, right, you know, there's one top-tier league, and that's, you know, that's going to get you your maximum visibility from, from the world, right? So right now, in, in the history of our sport, we don't necessarily have that, you know? Yeah. I think the time you're talking about, Bass Reign Supreme, FLW, were the guys that, you know, badass guys that are going to come – you know, ba- there were a couple that could come over and kill. Oh yeah, well I remember. I you remember know? being at Bass, and I, Cody, I remember, you know, yourself, Brian Thrift, Andy Morgan. I remember looking at you guys. I'm like, oh God, please, please don't come over here. You know <laughs> what I mean? I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, I remember you oh that. God, yeah, yeah I, I remember, remember those days. That. And like when they made the announcement this year. You know, with thrift coming in and and a uh, couple new guys coming in. God, yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh god, this sucks. <laughs> because I I know, yeah. you know, like MLW for me was never a lower tier league. No. It was just always, you know, keep them guys over there because we got right. enough over here, you right. know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember saying, I remember there's just guys people don't yeah. know about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hammer, 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 hammer. And that's the other thing, too, I, I think I want to stress, um, which is, dude, a hammer at FLW is a hammer at Bass, is a hammer at LMFAO. I it doesn't matter. A- I remember when Ayler know? came over, you were like, oh, God, oh, Ayler, stay over there. Oh, dude. he's <laughs> too good. He's too good. Yeah. Uh, Ayler's too good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Oh, you got it. You found yeah, it. Okay. Jim, Riz, what do you got? Jimmy's Lost Call Tags wants to know, will the MLF or the Big Five or whatever it's called <laughs> Ever bring back the Circuit Breaker series? Oh, Circuit Breaker. Yeah. Circuit Breaker. You know what? I don't know. Uh, hopefully. You, you know, I did that Circuit Breaker, and uh, I love doing it. We filmed the whole dang show, the whole season, and then they just went away with it. So that was that was definitely brutal. But they need to. That was – I'm not sure, you know, know if you're familiar with that, but that was uh, really, really fun, good time. Uh, travel with you everywhere, every event kind of, it was like a, a journey 
of what happened, you know, before YouTube really kind of came out. Yeah, a little reality series of bass fishing, which is cool. And a lot of people, mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think a lot of casual fans of the sport know the reality of it. So that was that was a good insight. All right, Cody. Before we let you go, we do have one special guest, Brian Carpenter. Is that what you're signaling me? We yeah. have one special guest popping on and uh, joining us now. <laughs> the abominable snow- snowman. Joining us now is, is Yeti. <laughs> We've got Yeti joining us, Cody, tonight. <laughs> what the friggin' Yeah, that? who's Yeti? What are you doing? Why am I even here? Yeti. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeti, what's going on? Still? Gandalf. Dave! Oh, Gandalf the Bone Smuggler! Gandalf! Gandalf the Bone Smuggler! Gandalf. Is this a trucking company? Gandalf, yeah. are you going through a cave right now? Where are you? <laughs> yes. Gandalf, I'm in a hobbit hole. Gandalf, why do you join us tonight? He's searching for the dwarves' gold. Oh. <laughs> I am. What's going on? I, don't, I got coerced into this. I was told there, you, there was a truck company... That was taking interviews for drivers, so I zoomed in for an application. Is this the right place? It says, all right, Gandalf, we're going to call you to the plate. We, reminder, we've got Cody on the phone right now. Give us yeah. the name of the shortest professional angler in the leagues. <laughs> it's that jockey. Kevin Worth? Yeah, is it Kevin Worth? Kevin Stockton. Or you mean now, present day? Present day. Oh, my gosh. Present day, the shortest? Yes. Oh, that guy that hangs out with the Ninja Turtles on the F, that on the uh, RIP FLW tour. Charlie Evans? Yes. <laughs> Him. That guy. That might be right. I was going to say John Cruz, but that might be right. We'll, we'll give you Charlie. No, Charlie Evans, Evans is way shorter than Johnny Cruz. Okay, it's Charlie Evans then. All right. Gandalf, the <laughs> tallest. And remember, we've got Cody on the phone. The tallest Hi, professional Cody. angler on tour. <laughs> Cody, how tall are you? 6'4". Six, 6'4", four. Six, four. okay. Dang. Gandalf? Yeah. Um, I, so uh, taller than Cody. Um, I guess. Uh, taller than everyone. Mark Jeffries. Mark Jeffries. <laughs> Mark Jeffries. Mark no, no, pro angler, not Mark Jeffries. I'm a professional broadcaster, Gandalf. Why don't you, you know, stay in your lane? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tallest angler, uh, taller than Cody, uh, Andy Morgan. Andy Morgan. Okay, I'll give you that. Andy yeah. Cody is Andy taller than you? He is by a little bit. Yes, okay. he is. Cody, yeah. I know. I knew Cody. I didn't know Cody was a giant. Yeah. Cody, yeah. you're a big dude. Yeah, I didn't know that. You're a big hey, I, w- hey. I want I want if I'm getting in a fist fight, I want Andy Morgan and Cody Meyer on my side of the hey. Yeah, they got the reach. They got the reach, Mike. A lot of reach. Hey, we got uh, the reach. You, you know who's another one that's about we're about the exact same height. That might be a little taller as Jared Littner. Lettner, big, big dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. About Kenny? Big dude Kenny with a Kenny. with a big mustache. Big dude with a big mustache. Dirty mustache. Yes. How about Hervé Villachay? JT Kenny has a gigantic head. JT Kenny does like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, he's, it is like, a big yeah, head. It's like a buffalo with like a Michael Bolton wig on. <laughs> 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 All right, Gandalf. The uh, Gandalf. This should be an easier one. The richest pro angler on tour. Oh, um, the richest pro angler? Oh, Mike Iaconelli. No, no. The wealthiest yes, pro Mike angler Mike Iaconelli by far. Who? 
Mike Eichen. No, come on. As, give as me the he real says answer. No from his 4,000 square foot. Get out of here. Give me the <laughs> yeah, I've been square to your compound, bro. <laughs> um, so besides you, Mike, uh, I would say it'd have to be um, uh, uh, Boyd. Boyd Duckett is the correct Boyd. answer. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Boyd so uh, with Kevin, a close uh, segundo, as they would say in Ireland. Yes. Dishonest. Right. <laughs> my wife, my wife j- did just mention that Skeet Reese bought his daughter a zebra. Okay, <laughs> Some, something about that. Oh, wow. That is true. Yeah, but you can get no those way. cheap on That's the black market. Yes. Wait, what? I did hear that. And and let, let's. Let's, Hold on a second. Hold yes. on a goddamn second. Let's expand on this. And and Cody, I'm glad you brought that up. And I let me let me preface this by saying this is breaking news. I know, but let me preface this by saying I love Skeet. Skeet worked hard for everything that he's got, even though yep. he's dissed this show so many times. No, I dissed everybody. It's not just it's, us. It's not just us. It was just Skeet. I, Remember so, when we crank called him? Oh yeah, we crank called him. I love I love Cliff, Skeet. Cliff Crochet cranked him. Yeah. Skeet's a good dude. He's got a good wow. heart. But Skeet has made an intense amount of money in fishing. And good for him because he worked for it. He's a yeah. marketing machine. That's rad. But he did buy his daughter a zebra, and he did buy himself a yellow Lamborghini. There wow. are two very expensive and items. And paid California taxes. That's true. Cody, do you have yeah. a zebra or a Lamborghini? No, I have a pet zebra, and I have a little pet Tonka truck. I just bought my son. <laughs> well, I could afford <laughs> So it's got to start somewhere. That's right. It's close you're going to get. All right, let's go on the opposite end of the spectrum. Uh. Uh. There it is. You know whose answer yellow. machine that is? <laughs> That's Skeet's really voicemail. Did you That's, his That's his answer machine. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, I hate to go this route, but I have to. So we did richest pro angle tour. Give us the poorest. Pro angler on tour, Pat. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> Jesus. Horace pro angler on tour. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> Come on, Gandalf. You know this answer. Hey, Matt Pangrat. What? <laughs> no, he's not a pro. No, pro angler. Who's the poorest? Why is this obvious? And I'm missing it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone other than like Ike and Ellie, KVD and Skeet. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cody Fire. <laughs> no, Cody's doing good. Uh, let's. <laughs> Cody's got a pet uh, zebra. <laughs> all right, we'll skip. Uh, that we'll skip that one. All right, here's yeah, another I mean, one. I don't know. There's a bunch of poor ones. All right, all right, sorry. Here's another one. Uh, best balsa crankbait ever invented. And you can go back in history if you want to oh, on this, ahead, or you could do uh, Bagley Balsa B. Bagley Balsa B. Okay, Cody, I'm, I'm going to throw this one. I'm going to throw this one to you instead of Gandalf. Best plastic crankbait ever invented. Oh my gosh! I would probably say I'm really into the evergreen stuff, man. Wow! Yeah, you, Cody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's good stuff. Can I answer hey, that too, Mike? Yeah, go ahead, Pat. I'm going uh, Lucky Craft 1.5, the That's original Rick Klun ones. That's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. Like, I think you cannot go wrong with the OG Rick Klun Lucky Crafts and a Bagley Balsa B2. Yeah. Hey, Pat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pat, I just want to say... Considering that you you're a podcast guy, like that's what you do, you're a nightmare yeah. as a guest with the 
phone moving around. I like it, though. Looking at the side I, of your cheek. I feel, like, I feel like I'm in a cave. I don't even know. I'm not even looking at the phone, man. I, we can I tell. We see your, that. Yeah, I don't know I, about your ear hair or what, what's hanging over there. Yeah. I just want to say ear. you're a nightmare as a guest. That's my yeah, ear. I think Pat really knows the answer to the poorest. He just doesn't want to say it. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm know. Switzerland. Yeah, he don't want to call anybody out. But the 1.5, I do yes. want to say real quick, I think was the first plastic-bodied square bill that got it right. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. I agree, yeah. Mike. I, I think like uh, there was a lot of balsa baits yeah. prior to that, yeah. but they were the first ones to get the balsa look and feel and action in a, in a plastic bait. And then, of course, a lot of people have, have you know, complimented that over the years. Yes. But I, I think you're right, Pat. I think you're right. And uh, I'll, say, uh, I'll say something that uh, not, a, uh, not a plug uh, for a sponsor whatsoever, but the, uh, that Fritz side, oh, my God, what an amazing crankbait, that new Fritz side uh, flat bait. Yeah. Wow. It's that good. He's a smart really guy. Is. He's a smart guy. When it comes <laughs> to plugs, he's a smart guy. He's caught a few. <laughs> See, I'm, go I'm going Pose 200 and Rapala DT6. DT6 wow, and Pose okay. 200 are good ones. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd put them in the top five for sure. All right, last one. Uh, Gandalf and Cody, <laughs> yeah. this is for both of you. Uh, yes. Can you call me Mr. Gandalf, please? <laughs> yes, Mr. Gandalf. Gandalf. Thank you. I'm Thank gonna you, give. I'll give the tougher one to Gandalf. I sat easy. down as well. Yes, I'll I give the tougher one to Gandalf and the easier one to Cody. Gandalf. Uh, okay, thanks. Thank you. The Worst moment in bass fishing, pro bass fishing history. The oh, worst. I'm going to answer this. Can I give you a behind the scenes uh, yes. thing? You could do behind the um, scenes. You could do at an event on TV. The worst well, moment. I was at a, um, I was at an FLW event, uh, RIP FLW, um, and the there was a, a guy that was uh, on the stage. Uh, they brought him in for the cups, all the cups, and. Uh, he said uh, he thanked everybody for watching Bassmaster Live um, at the Forestwood oh. Cup. So he was like, you've been watching Bassmaster Live all day. Oh, my God. And, I know who that uh, is. Yeah. He's, he, give me so initials. He, he, Can you give me you guys initials? Met, met, it, it, um, it rhymes with, uh, with uh, Hiram uh, Swells Sticks. Oh. <laughs> well, there goes that theory about the blood rushing to it. Yeah, yeah. All that bl extra blood going down there got to him, and he forgot where it was at. Yeah. All right, Cody. It was classic, and I was in the VIP uh, section and kind of saw some reactions. It was, uh, it was neat. Wow. What did Kathy Fennell do? Did she piss herself? <laughs> Is that what that was? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> where are you at, Pat? In a footlocker? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see all those kids? Damn it, he's running a fucking marathon. Look at him. I can't even keep up with him. <laughs> Jesus. It's unbelievable. All right, Cody, last question. Best bass fishing, mo best moment in bass fishing history. All right, so. I'll give you a, a worst and a best. So oh, growing yeah. up, wow. the worst to me was remembering Jim Bitter lose that bass. Oh, oh yes, wow. yes. Okay, heartbreak. I'd second the that. Heartbreak. And I think Hank uh, Parker won. The best to me, I don't know why this jumped out in my head, but it was when Talk to Hero won the classic. Yes. I remember That's... watching that 
And yes. it was like the music they had to the TV show. Yep. He wasn't catching the thing, made the run. Three casts in a row, won it, went home. I Dude. knew it. It was <laughs> awesome. That was, that for was me, for that, me, it was you when you won because you weren't going to do it no more if you didn't win. Yeah. You were done. I was done. But the, the T.O. won. Is that was back to back years, and that just highlights years. that that was that was the golden. That era. was a golden yes, it era. Shit was peaking. That right was a there. golden era yes, of fishing. For it was sure. peaking right there. It was a golden era of fishing. But what happened at top? Kershaw's win was amazing. Kershaw's oh, win God, was amazing. Kershaw's yeah. yeah. win yeah. was amazing. Gives me chills thinking about that one too. But the to the to one, the way it went out, what, what, what the way it went down, yeah, and to see it, it was all real. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like, and especially to like nothing was staged no, sure. or predetermined or there wasn't any but the storylines are so so oh, similar yeah. to yours yeah the never give up thing the yep. last keep minute fishing, deal keep fishing yep at the I very know. end the fact like... that you're from the northeast and yeah. he's from japan and yeah. everybody in the south hates both of you yeah everybody in the south hates both of us <laughs> yeah I, I definitely like my takihiro with braces versus like Tom i like i like dude yeah. the yeah. to that i love the to that i love is the to with braces, braces the to yeah getting in that camper not not the nice really nice lance pop-up that he's got now it's the, the other one. Cyrus one. Yeah, it's the one that he used to drive around, and he used to crawl up in that camper, and he had Britney Spears posters <laughs> everywhere. Oh, and he, he, he would actually, every night before he went to bed, he wouldn't kiss the posters, but he would kiss his hand. So he'd kiss his fingers, and he, he'd go, he'd, he'd kiss the fingers, and then touch, touch the Britney Spears <laughs> yeah. poster. And he'd be like, good night, buddies. <laughs> I miss that. That's the T.O. I mean, that I love. About, you know what, Cody? You might be right because I don't even say five pounds the way I used to five say. Five pounds. Everything's five pounder. Five pounder. Yeah. Like yeah. everything. Yeah. Five oh, pounder dude. from here on out. Dude. I love it. Changed the way I the, hey, the noises. Know? The noises that came out <laughs> were just. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like Chewbacca. It's like Chewbacca-ish, like, you know? Yeah. Do you guys and know what Jim was? Do you huh? guys know what the it was and I knew it? I knew it. No, the bait. Do you know what the it was? The though? bait. Do you know what the pattern it was? he was going to win? It was the bait or the pattern or the wood. There the, you go. The wood? Hey, yeah. Pat. Uh, the you, tink- a, no, every, is it was this a Dirk Diggler thing again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feel, 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 feel my heat. Oh, Pat's on the run again. All right, Riz. Well, cops are coming. Oh, Pat's shit. on the run. Pat's on the run. Riz, what do you got? Uh, the tin cup bottle wants to know, Pat, are you working on becoming Santa for this year? <laughs> I'm working on what? Are you working on becoming Santa for this Christmas? Yes. Actually, I uh, started No Shave November way early. Wow. <laughs> Good for and you. Father that time. It's completely white. And uh, the Wawa Hoagie lady wants to know: Are you holding on to a Tarzan swing at your on the Zoom call? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, yes. You went from like Ric Flair to Rick Springsteen. Like what? Jesus. <laughs> what the hell. <laughs> Zoom changes people. This is crazy. Uh, what what dude? What a great show! I had more fun in the last thirty minutes than I've had on every Ike Live for the last like three years. So yeah, it's good times. This is good times. Friday uh, night, ten cup whiskey. Friday night, uh, Cody. I want to thank you first of all for coming on. Uh, so good to catch up with you. I wish you a lot of success in your move on your vacation, and of course, fishing next year. Whatever league you end up fishing, one or both. Uh, wish you the best. And uh, Gandalf, thank you for joining us. Uh, Pat, appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us. Great insight as always. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why I was here. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we'll see you. Hey. Cody, thank you very much. 
Thank you guys for having us. Thanks, right, Cody. Cody. You're awesome. Thank Have you, good night, Cody. See you, man. Good night, guys. There you go. Wow, wow, well, good, good, good choice there, Bride. Bring Gandalf in. I yeah, like that. Yeah. That was an exclamation point at the end of the show. Damn right. Man, what a what a great segment with Cody, dude. Can you think of two opposite guests to have Kevin and Cody on back to back? Both very accomplished, right? But Kevin, very you know, very guarded. You know what I mean? He's Cody just lets it out. I love it. Yeah, it well, speaks it, his mind. It's yeah, great. Well, it's, yeah, not complete, complete opposites, but yeah. Yeah. Well, they're both they're both sponsored. Yeah, and they're both sponsored by Strike King. That's one similarity. Yeah. This ain't the this ain't the environment to be uh, you know talking about about sponsors. So I think everybody's been pretty guarded. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. And I, and I'll, I'll say it live here real quick, and then we'll take we'll take uh -huh. a break and we'll come back. Dude, it's unbelievable. I want to send a shout-out to everybody, all the fans watching tonight and listening to this podcast later down the road. Thank you for the support because, honestly, True. I went to a Toyota event and a Lawrence Media event back-to-back, -back, and I had so many people come up to me, especially at Toyota event. Anglers come up to me, and it was such a weird meet-and-greet there. Because of COVID, right? And this is Toyota. This is corporate deal yeah, now. Oh, yeah. It was like a six-foot, like measured six-foot meet and greet, right? right? So you know me, dude, Jersey people. Riz, you know Jersey people. Jersey people are like, you know, bro, bro, hugging. Yeah, you yeah. don't even know the dude, you know. Making up handshakes. Oh, yeah, go. making up yeah. handshakes, the <laughs> whole deal. And this was a, like a varied structure meet and greet. But everybody that came by, you know, signed autographs, talked to them. Dude, I'd say like 60% of them. All said, I love the show. Man, I love the show. And I'm like, and I would just like, because I don't know what he's talking about, right? Because there's. You have so many shows. There's the old City Limits. There's the Nat, Nat Geo Wild. There's yeah. the freaking. Uh, the newest thing you got going on. Yeah, the Going Ike stuff, right? And they're like, I love the show. And I'm like, thanks. And, and I told Brian, I told you this. I'm like, I always would say to him, what show? Because I wanted to know what he was talking about. And it was Ike Live. Ike Live. Ike Live. And, dude, it blew me away. Blew me away at the Toyota event, the people watching and listening. You know, and, like, I love it. I listen to it at work. I listen to it on the way to work. I listen to it on the way to tournaments. I listen to it at, yeah. at home. And then at the – and this is the one that's really a compliment is the one at the Lawrence event where you had media from inside the industry and you had, you know, people from Lawrence and, and you know, people that aren't fans, people that are in the industry. And they were reciting back to me. Oh my goodness! Episodes and clips like oh. Oh. dumb shit that Dave said. Yeah, to years. yeah. Oh my god! You know this, is, and I'm like, oh my god! And and dude, I, honestly, like people talking about you like they knew you. People talking about Riz like they knew. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. dude, and Brian the Carpenter. Isn't that <laughs> yeah? Isn't that awesome? Like like that's a very good feeling. You know to know that they're watching. And even though Brian, you know, in the last, you know. You know, we had a we had an era with Brian where nobody's watching anymore. We're not doing enough shows. You know, people are still watching. They still <laughs> like the show. You know, it feels good. Uh, it's my job, though. I know it is it's your my job. job. It is your job, and I appreciate that. But it does feel good. And I wanna I wanna shout out everybody watching and listening right now. Here's the good news, Brian. We're gonna take a break. Yes. We're gonna come back. We're gonna do a very very quick. MTB unboxing. Yeah. Super quick um, MTB unboxing. And then we're going to throw the Zoom link up and yep. everybody jump on. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give away. We're going to do a quick <laughs> MTB unboxing. We're going to give away this amazing Ike Live gift bag, Riz. And then we're going to we're gonna Zoom in a couple people 
and we're going to end the show. It's a great way to go out yeah. here on a Friday night. Is that yeah, cool? Yeah, you got you to roast Dave. All right, we're going to roast yeah. it. Yeah. Your, your job is to roast it. If you can. That's going to be hard. You think they could roast Dave? They could. I don't know. I've, 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 you know, I've provided enough. I, I don't know. I don't think they could do it. Uh, hang in there with us. When we come back, we're going to be MTB unboxing and live Zooming with you. We come back more Ike Live. Hold on with us. Four and a half inch drop shot worm. Bam a bug. Finesse jig, PB&J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about calculus. And he knows a lot about calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras, like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, four places to throw a frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, Go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh, is he in my pocket? There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust, for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve, perform, repeat. You work hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice Live Well Treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. 